Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Caglio. I'm Mindong, and I have no clue how many days there are. In I already days. told you. Hold up. Let me take a while. I'm guess here. I'm going to take okay. a guess. In the 90s. 93. 92. Oh. <laughs> I, I know. right before we started, but clearly don't listen to me, per usual. But anyways. Hey, good to be back. Good to be great back. weekend, though. Great weekend. Great weekend, indeed. Good to be back. As you can see, both of us are back in our home offices. Of course, my Miami jersey just fell. I just taped it up right before we started. But as always, when we're home, love to do a quick little, we're back. I missed on purpose. For those who did not know, Min missed his shot. First time he was over here in my studio. But um, got airballed. Shout, <laughs> shout out Justin Turner. Shout out the bracket. I got my Sparty... Uh, Sparty poster down here, if you can see it. Shout out, Sparty. Um, my Wisconsin jersey's upstairs. You'll see that next episode. Hey, my who, is, who, is, who is number one in my? Who is number one on Miami now? A little quiz to start off the day. Oh no, who I have no number idea. one on Miami right now. I don't even know, man. Do you know? Well, I have the roster up. Tell me, ah, dude. I don't know. I haven't really watched Miami this year. It is Michael Unwaku. Who? Michael Unwaku, he is a freshman. He's a center. Played his high school bat. Prolific prep. Well, there you go. And I would like you to guess, how much is that Miami number one jersey going for right now? Hmm. Probably like $50. Well, you're wrong. $135. On earth, $135 Because I'm looking, it says, it says shop Michael's gear. I see the Miami number one, $135. So, well, there you go. Shout out to NILs, obviously. But, um, <laughs> yeah, good to be back. And, uh, great weekend we had in store, per usual. Uh, we're going to cover that weekend slate, get to the AP poll, and then, and, uh, some top performers, top teams, big shakedown in the league, as always. So, um, we got a lot to cover on this glorious Monday. Uh, December 18th. Uh, we'll definitely do a couple more episodes before Christmas as we have a lot more time on our hands now as we are both home. So let us begin with Friday. Friday we had one ranked game, but it was a very good game. And it was number five, UConn, taking down number 10, Gonzaga, in a pretty dominant way. 76-63 the final. Donald Klingon, 21-8 in the win. UConn was uh, pretty dominant most of this game. They were up uh, 11 and a half time. And uh, did not hold back when this came by 13. They're now 10 and 1. Gonzaga now 8 and 3 on the season. Your thoughts on this Friday night game? Yeah, unfortunately, I went back to school to go watch it, and other things happened. So <laughs> I did not get the opportunity to watch a single second of it. But upon watching highlights, it seems as though UConn just straight dominated start to finish. I mean, the final score reflects that, and Gonzaga just seemed like they were lost offensively watching watching it again on on the YouTube highlights. But, yeah, UConn looks very good and seems as though they're going to have an easy breeze until Big East play begins. Definitely agree. And for Gonzaga, uh, they should be okay, but um, we'll see what the Mountain West has in store. Uh, sorry, not the Mountain West. What? The West Coast Conference, I'm sorry. Um, you know what I meant. Relax. All right. Anyways, let's move forward. Saturday. Saturday was a very loaded slate, as we saw. 
some interesting games, some not interesting games, but let's start with the biggest of them all on Saturday. And it was a fantastic game in the Indy Classic. It was number one Arizona, still undefeated, 8-0, taking on number three Purdue, who was uh, 9-1. and And this game was uh, pretty good, but uh, at the end, it was the Purdue Boilermakers winning this game, 92-84. to uh, Fletcher Lawyer, very good performance, 27 points in the win. Caleb Love, 29-6 in the loss. Purdue now 10-1 in the year. Arizona drops their first loss of the year. And as expected, we'll probably drop out of that number one spot for the poll. Um, yeah, fantastic game nonetheless. Number two, Kansas. Going to Assembly Hall, we expected this game to be a tough one at Assembly Hall, and it was for Kansas. They ended up winning this game by just four points, 75-71. Hunter Dickinson, double-double in the win. Trey Galloway, 28 points in the loss. Indiana, 7-3. Kansas, 10-1. Number four, Houston. Very dominant first half. Very scary second half. They only win this game against Texas A&M by just six. Shout out to A&M. They put up a very good fight in the second half. Wade Taylor, the fourth. Proven to be an SEC candidate for player of the year. 34 points in the loss. Uh, and Jawan Roberts, is that correct? Yes, it, it is Jawan Roberts. 10-11 and seven assists. Near triple-double for him. Emmanuel Sharp hit the uh, dagger in this game. Houston wins by four, 11-0 on the year. Michigan State, wow. I was very impressed by this game. Michigan State going to Detroit, and uh, they're taking on number six, Baylor, who looked unstoppable. Uh, Baylor lost this game by 24 points, which was very surprising. Michigan State, can they turn their season around? I'll let you answer that after I cover the rest of these games. But uh, Tyson Walker, 25-5 and five steals. In the win. Number eight, Creighton. A very close win, but a win nonetheless against Alabama. Bayo Shireman, 20 points, six rebounds, nine assists in the win. Creighton now 6 0 at home, 9 2 on the year. Cockbrenner was back from injury as well, so that's huge for them, but Creighton gets the win nonetheless. Number nine, UNC. Number 14, Kentucky. CBS Sports Classic. This game was phenomenal. Kentucky seemed to be pulling away, and then UNC kept clawing back, but uh, it was Kentucky. Getting the win, 87-83. UNC now 7-3. Kentucky 8-2. Number 11, Oklahoma, now 10-0. They take down Green Bay, 81-47. Not much to cover there. Number 12, Tennessee. Uh, pretty good game. And they took down NC State, 79-70. Josiah James, 23-7 in the win. Shout out to Josiah James, a man that you've seemed to love at Tennessee. Uh, what year is he now? A junior or a senior? He's a, he's a fifth year. Uh, there you go. He's. I feel like he's been there for a while, and that same shows with, it. Same with Vescovy. Both yeah, fifth so. years. Both dogs. The super dogs for Tennessee get the job done. Uh, number 13, Clemson traveling to Memphis. This game was a tough one, and uh, unfortunately for Clemson, it did not fall their way. Up by seven in the first half, loses this game by two to a very gritty Memphis team, 79-77. Memphis now 8-2. and two with some very good quality wins. Could see a name next to their number. Come today's episode. Find out later. Clemson, 9-1. and one. Should be ranked still. We'll see where they end up. Number 15, FAU takes down the Barnes by 10. Very good game here. Very low-scoring game here as well. Number 18, BYU, now 10-1. and one. They take down Georgia State by 32. Texas, number 19, with Dylan DeSue back, they end up beating LSU by 11 in the win. Shout out to uh, Jordan Wright, though. 33 points in the loss for LSU. 
very big performance, but obviously the win was not there. LSU now six and five. Some of the monitor. James Madison, number 20, 10 and 0 now. They take down Hampton. I don't know why you thought Hampton was going to win this game, but nonetheless, we keep moving. Number 22, Virginia. Uh, wow. This was a close game against uh, North Northeastern. Is that right? Oh, yes, it is. Northeastern. Uh, they only win this game by two. Thanks to Reese Beckman, game winner with five seconds left. Shout out to Northeastern, man. Uh, only lost this game by two to a very, wow, it seems to be a good Virginia team. Uh, Virginia only scored 56 points. Some of them on her. That's just how Virginia runs basketball. We know this, but still, it was a close game. Number 24, Miami, uh, wins this game by seven against uh, LaSalle. Shout out to LaSalle, pretty close game. And number 25, Mark, uh, excuse me, Northwestern, takes down DePaul by 10. Another very low-scoring game here as well. Your thoughts on the loaded Saturday? Yeah, um, obviously the, the Indiana-Purdue game, we were unable to watch because why else? It's on Peacock TV. And I'm not paying money to subscribe oh, to TV. Very um, mad. I'm, I'm still sorry. very mad about that. But yeah, it was a good game. Um, yeah, it was a good. It's probably one of the best games <laughs> of the year. Couldn't even watch it. Come yeah, on. You could say that, but yeah, I'm gonna say that. That's what Purdue. Happened. Purdue was the better team, start to finish, in my opinion. I mean, Arizona kept it close the whole way, but it seemed like Purdue. Purdue was the more dominant team. Kansas escapes assembly all with the win at Indiana. I mean. This was a game I had circled an upset alert. I, I thought Kansas had this, and they did, but Indiana made it way closer than I thought. In Indiana, I'm not I'm not too certain on them heading into Big Ten play. I'm gonna be honest. I I look at them as a as a middle of the pack team. I don't I see them firmly on the bubble right now. I don't see them firmly in and or out of the tournament. I I see them firmly as a bubble team heading into the new year. Uh, Houston. Dominant first half, like you said, but Texas A&M showed the glimpses that we expected of them in the preseason, and there's a lot of takeaway from this game. I mean, both these teams are fantastic. Both these teams clearly show that they have their droughts, but also their runs, and both these teams are going to be dangerous heading into conference play. As for Sparty, this was super surprising. I remember texting you, and I was like, they were up like 30 at one point at the first half. I texted you, I was like, what the heck is going on here, and uh, at Sparty, but you know, you know how Israel Rose's teams, they're always shaky to start, and by the end of it, they look like a top 15 team. I fully expect that again this season. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a number next to their name. Creighton, Alabama, terrific game. Uh, this was a this was a close game start to finish. Uh, we watched part of this during the halftime of the, the Broncos game, and you know, Creighton, I hope they win a natty this year. Kentucky UNC, just a classic blue blood battle. I mean, this was my one of my favorite games on this Saturday, and it was just a fantastic game. No complaints from me. Kentucky deserved to win it. Oklahoma, they beat Green Bay. Nothing expected. Clemson and Memphis, I did not watch this game, but you probably did, I'm assuming. I did. Good game. Great game. Great game. It yeah. was a great game. It was a great game. Just a tough loss. Yeah, tough loss indeed for Clemson, but I knew it was coming. I, I said I did say the Tigers of Memphis will win this game. Although I don't I don't really like Memphis like that, but I had a hunch and my hunch is correct. Like, like it always is most of the time. Uh, uh, I thought this game was gonna be an upset. I thought St. Bonnie's was gonna was gonna get get FAU, but FAU did did pull away towards the very end. BYU beats Georgia State. Nothing to say there. Texas. 
Where are they ranked? 19. They be, only beat LSU by 11. I thought I thought this was going to be a blowout, but LSU played better than I expected. James Madison beat Hampton. Thought this was going to be the one, but clearly it wasn't. You said it best about Virginia. They're going to score 56 points, but they're going to win the game scoring 56 points because obviously they allowed 54. That's, like you said, that's how Virginia plays basketball. The South looks pretty competitive. Um, and they look like they could be a, a sleeper team, like a very deep sleeper team in the A-10. I know you agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. DePaul, I know I know you're a DePaul fan. I don't know if you are anymore, but uh, I can't be. I can't. I don't, I don't see any light. I don't see any. I know you say there's light. No, nope, I know. But I don't know. I think I don't either. Kind of as close for now. I agree. And before before I get to the to the top twenty five, let let us help you win some money, man. I mean, we had a terrific Saturday. I'm a, I'm gonna go over go go over our bets on that Saturday. You know, our bets come and go. We probably post some, what, two, three times a week. We try to at least. You know you're going to get yeah. bets out of us every Saturday. Uh, but this past Saturday was a success. You had a Clemson money line, obviously. Unfortunately, that did not hit. Kentucky plus 1.5 clearly hit. And Bama covered their seven-and-a-half underdog spread. They only lost by three. So you went two-and-one. Very successful Saturday for you. As for me, I had Western Carolina. Minus four and a half, they blew out their opponent. Ole Miss minus three and a half, they blew out Kyle. And Northwestern minus nine and a half, they somehow escaped, beating DePaul by 10. So clean sweep for me. Both of us, five and one on a successful Saturday. You have anything to say about, about that five and one successful Saturday? I mean, we made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, no, very good Saturday. Expect more of that at rtm underscore bets uh we like to post those out for fun obviously but we love some money as well so can't obviously negate that we are both 21 in a legal state so it is okay but um obviously do that at your your own responsibility Uh, not not... your financial advisors exactly uh but one more thing for sunday's games uh two ranked games we gotta quickly cover before you get to your ap poll not really notable of covering just a just thoughts. Number 16, Illinois takes down Colgate by 19. Um, great win. Oh, not 19. I'm sorry. 17. Uh, good win for uh, Illinois, now 8-2. and two. And uh, number 17, Colorado State, now 10-1. and one. They take down the CSU Pueblo D3 team by uh, 32. Um, I believe you said 50-something. I said uh, you overestimated. I underestimated. I said 82. Whatever. I said 82. Yeah, you overestimated. I underestimated. I I forget what I think I was around there, my originally guess, but I don't know, whatever. Anyways, uh, a couple of games of the weekend. Uh, there was a lot of overtime thrillers. I saw Bryant was in an overtime thriller. Sure. Towson, I believe it was. Yep. Shorthanded, yeah. too. Yeah, double OT win for them. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Uh, St. Mary's also gets a double overtime win against uh, UNLV. Uh, shout out to uh, Mitchell Saxon. A big game winner and a double overtime for the St. Mary's Gales. They're now six and five on the year. Uh, another quick shout out to Dayton taking down uh, Cincinnati. Dayton back to where we expected them. Now eight and two on the year with a very good quality win on the road against a very good Cincinnati team. Shout out to them. Uh, any other notable games? 
Uh, shout out to UC Irvine, 121 points in a, a D1 contest against South Dakota. That's very impressive. Shout out to UC Irvine now, seven and four, probably the favorites to win the Big West. Any other uh, games you saw? What? UC Irvine is not the favorites to win the Big West. Who is? UC Santa Barbara. I I checked today. They were the favorites. All right, they you. I don't want hey the media can say whatever they want to say. All right. I'm I'm gonna go say that UC Santa Barbara is a favorite in the Big West. <laughs> All right. Well, they're close favorites if that's the case, but I'll hey. take your word for it. It doesn't All matter. Right. We'll 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 see in March. We'll see in March that's who's true. right we'll, and who's wrong. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But let's just go over the top twenty-five because there's a ton of movement. Obviously, a new number one team now that Arizona did lose and that number one team beat last week's number one team. They also received 48 of the number one votes. That would be none other than Purdue moving up two spots to that top ranking at number two. They remain at number two, receiving six of the 60, 60, 62 votes now. So someone's missing a vote. Someone, someone forgot to vote, but yeah, I don't blame them. doesn't matter. Kansas team and rounding out the top three, receiving the remaining eight of the number one votes is Houston. Four is Arizona after their loss and rounding out the top five, UConn. Six, Marquette. Seven, Oklahoma. Eight, Tennessee. Nine, Kentucky. And rounding out the top 10 is Baylor. 11, UNC. Creighton is at number 12. Illinois is at 13. Florida Atlantic at 14. And rounding out the top 15, down five spots. And tied for our biggest faller, Gonzaga. Colorado State, 16. BYU, 17. And the other team, the biggest faller, down five spots like Gonzaga. Number 18, it's uh, Clemson. Sorry. 19, Texas. 20, James Madison. 21, Duke. 22, Virginia. And we have a new team in the AP Top 25. Welcome, Memphis, to the Top 25. 24, Wisconsin. And making also making their debut in the Top 25. At 25, Ole Miss, Chris Beard and company, debuting in the Top 25 Week 7. The two drops, Miami, Northwestern, and the next five out receiving votes, 26, Miami. 27, Auburn, 28, Colorado, 29, Utah, and 30, Iowa State. What are your thoughts on week seven of the AP poll? Yes. The last four undefeated teams are all in the AP poll this week. We got Houston, we got Oklahoma, we got James Madison, and we've got Ole Miss. So excited to see who that last team will be to remain undefeated. Uh, as you find enough, uh, Houston and Oklahoma are both in the Big 12 now, so that's definitely something to monitor if that is the last game for the undefeateds. I don't know when they play each other. I'll quickly double-check that, but um, if that's the case, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, they play each other, or they play each other not till uh, March, which is uh, kind of weird, but uh, anyways, that probably won't be the case, but anyways, just thought I'd mention it. But yeah, I mean, Poll's pretty good. I mean, you expect movement, you get movement. And uh, not really too many complaints here from me. The Big 12 looks loaded, man. That's all I will say uh, from my eyes. You got Kansas and Houston both in the top five. You got Oklahoma at seven. You got Baylor at 10. You got BYU 
17. You got uh, Texas in there, 19. Yeah, the additions of BYU and Houston to this Big 12 make it lethal. And uh, that's something I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. But once conference play rolls around, the Big 12 is in for a gauntlet. And uh, I'm excited to watch that gauntlet. I don't know when Big 12 play starts. I Probably in January. Um, yeah, not till uh, TCU, uh, January 6th. So uh, it's Wichita – no, Wichita State's not in the Big 12. No. Um, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, January 6th is around the date the Big 12 begins. So that's only two weeks away. So uh, stay tuned. But anyways, yeah, not, not too many complaints here for me. Shout out to Ole Miss getting in there, like you said, as well as Memphis. Two deserving teams. I think they uh, got to play for their spots. But at, right now, I think they definitely do pass the eye test of being in this top 25 for me. Uh, but other than that, not really too many complaints. Um, yeah, I like, I like the poll a lot. I mean, you got to earn your spot. People are going to drop and rise and fall every week. That's just how it's given, as we can see with this poll. But, um, yeah, top five looks solid. I think the top five is very solid indeed. But uh, seven through ten is also solid. So um, no, not, many to make, not too many complaints here for me. I like the poll. Yeah, I have a few, few spiels about this poll. Obviously, you mentioned the Big 12 gauntlet this year. And the addition of Cincy also makes it pretty dangerous as oh, yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I can't wait to see Oklahoma get absolutely wrecked in the Big 12 gauntlet. I mean, number seven is kind of crazy. I mean, I know they've had a phenomenal start to the year, but I do not see them. Like, if we're going over, like, this is the eight people's quote-unquote elite eight right now. I do not see Oklahoma as one of the final eight teams remaining come March. And, I mean. We'll see on we'll see on Wednesday. I mean. Top ten, top ten for Oklahoma is kind of absurd. I mean, yes, I'm 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 very impressed with the work they've done so far this season, but man, the resume is not great. I I I agree with you there. Number, the resume number, is not too good I mean, on paper. I mean, in the compared them to the rest of the Big Twelve, I think Baylor's gonna sweep them. I think BYU is gonna get at least a game off them, and I think. Unranked teams like Iowa State's gonna get a game off them. TCU could get a game off them. Am I missing anybody else in the Big Twelve that's ranked below them? Texas is gonna get Texas. a yeah. Texas is gonna get a game off. Them. Even like K State could probably. K State, Texas well. Tech, the list goes on. Yeah, I think I think Oklahoma is gonna be gonna be gonna they're gonna have a reality check come Big Twelve play and this. This number number seven is just it's just absurd. I mean, I'm they, they probably are playing like a top ten team right now, but come the new year, I don't think so. I also have a problem with Baylor at number ten. I mean, they just got killed by by Michigan State. I think I think UNC is better than them right now. I think I take Creighton over them right now. I I take Illinois of them. Right, I wouldn't take Creighton over them. I don't agree with Creighton, but I understand your point. You want to take Creighton over Baylor? No, they have two losses. Yeah, but check the last 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 year's Sweet Sixteen game. Creighton killed them. But All right, know, that's that, last, that year. last year. We're talking about know. last year or this year. I'm talking about Baylor. Just, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm what I'm trying. I'm trying to make the point. Baylor should not be a top ten team either. I think I think UNC is a top ten team over Baylor. I think UNC just lost. Yeah, but they lost to a, a very 
good Kentucky team. A very, it was a very close game. Baylor got killed. It was a lopsided loss, and Michigan State has struggled the whole year. Fair enough. Uh, I see. I see an argument for that. I'm a ten spot. I agree. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, the rest, yeah, of the, the rest of the rankings, no complaints whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if Ole Miss has really played anybody of significance to earn that twenty five spot. But at the same time, I mean, the guys outside they beat of a couple teams. They beat Memphis. They did. Beat yeah. Memphis, NC State, UCF. They beat a couple teams. Yeah, but. I mean, on resume, I think their schedule's just as fine as Oklahoma's, honestly, if, if you're looking at it. That's fair. I mean, we'll see. The, we'll see. The, we'll see what happens next week. But Agreed. Yeah. Just the little things that are disturbing me up a little bit. I, I'm thinking about the future too much. That's I'm not thinking about now. I'm thinking about the future. And Fair enough. Oklahoma at seven. That's absurd, man. That's just All absurd. Right. I mean, yes, they passed the eye test, but man, that's that's a little absurd for me. Fair enough. And speaking of the week, let us get to the week now. As we start with Tuesday's games, as there's no notable games today to cover. So we start with Tuesday. And we go to uh, let's go to uh, hmm, a couple enticing games at six thirty, but I will skip over them. Uh, we go to seven o'clock. James Madison, number twenty, ten and zero, taking on Copen State, one and eleven on the year. Point count. Yeah, I'm a, uh, yeah, I was gonna say point count. I got James Madison by twenty eight. I like that number. I'll pick it as well. Yeah, and we get to our first top 25 matchup. We got Memphis, number 23, taking on number 22, Virginia. I believe Memphis is hosting this game. It's on ESPN2, so we can actually watch it. Hooray. We got in this one. <laughs> yeah, hooray. I can watch this game. Um, I think this will be a Memphis win. Memphis just took down a very good ACC team in Clemson. I know it's a different Virginia team in terms of Clemson and Virginia in the same conference. But I do think Memphis can uh, score more than 54 points against Virginia, unlike uh, Northeastern. Um, so, yes, I think Memphis gets the job done. A very high-powered offense. And I think their defense will suffice against a very interesting Virginia offense. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I got Memphis winning this game. And Virginia, I don't think they're as talented on paper as they are in the past years. Definitely not. Obviously, this is a Tony Bennett coach team. So, they got a high floor, obviously. But – I think their ceiling should be lowered a little bit. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Uh, we go to 7 o'clock as well. Again, number 25, Ole Miss, still undefeated, hosting Troy, 5-5 five and five on the year. Any chance Troy takes down one of the four mighty undefeateds left? Uh, I, I think I think they could give Ole Miss a scare. I think it's going to be a single-digit win for Ole Miss. Fair point. I'm going to say it's a 15-point win, though, for Ole Miss. And we get to Big East play at 8.30, FS1. We got Providence hosting number six, Marquette. Maybe we can find tickets to that game. Who you got in that one? What time? Oh, 8.30? I got it. Sure. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, Providence, a team that hasn't really been talked about, sitting at 9-2. Uh, Big East is kind of wide open this year. I mean, obviously there's two favorites in mind. Uh, three favorites, maybe. Um, yeah, the maybe's Creighton, if you're wondering. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take Marquette in this game, but uh, I do think Providence at home could be a good contest for Marquette, but um, Marquette is a much better team here. Give me Marquette. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Marquette as well. I mean, Providence at home, 
great atmosphere. I would like to go to this game if tickets are affordable, but I don't see tickets being affordable, especially against Marquette. Yeah, we'll have to look at that later. Um, yeah, that's about it for Tuesday, honestly. So uh, let us go to Wednesday now, December 20th. And I know we got some action-packed games on Wednesday. Sometimes there's some stinky good games on Wednesday. Uh, we'll start at 7 o'clock, another Big East uh, opening game for these two teams. Oh, yeah, there's some big games here. But this one, kind of big, but uh, it should be an easy one. Number five, UConn, 10-1, and one, going to uh, Prudential Center. Not a good area to play, but uh, to take it on Seton Hall. Can Seton Hall sneak in a game here to open up their Big East play? No, I don't think so. I agree. I got uh, UConn. Yep, and a tilt here. We got 21 Duke hosting t- number 10 Baylor. You think Baylor bounces back at Cameron Indoor? I don't. I'm going to be taking Duke to win this game. Yep, I'm, I'm taking It's not at Cameron Indoor. It's at uh, Madison Square. Oh, is it? Yes. All right. Yeah, I, I, I doesn't really matter. I don't think Baylor's bouncing back, especially against Duke. Fair enough. Two uh, dark horses in the uh, Big East, per se. 7 o'clock, Xavier taking on St. John's. Xavier, 6-5 and five on the year, but the year's too early for Big East play. St. John's, good comeback with Mr. Patino and company. Who do you got in this game? I'm going to go Xavier here. St. John's defense looks atrocious. I mean, they allowed, what, 86 points to BC? I think it was 86. Oh, I, um, I'm looking right now. Was it 86? It was 86, yes. That's pretty bad. I'm taking Xavier here. That is pretty bad. I'm also going to take Xavier. I think they uh, will bounce back and find their way, hopefully, in Biggie's play. They are, I thought this team was going to be pretty good to start the year. Haven't really looked that way, but good thing the season's so early still. I got Xavier. Yep. And we got at 9 o'clock the game of Wednesday, the Jumpman Invitational, obviously. There you are. Jordan Brand. What a tilt. Number seven, Oklahoma. Number 11, North Carolina. Do you have Oklahoma's magical run continuing? Hmm. Mm, that's tough, man. You want, you want me to answer first? I'll, I'll answer first. I, I, know, I know what your answer is. I think I think the answer is maybe, but I'm still going to pick UNC. But I, I do believe Oklahoma is better than you are anticipating with thrashing on them, but I still am going to pick UNC to win this game. Listen, I don't think – I don't think – I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a reasonable deficit for Oklahoma. I think – I think the difference is – is Baycott playing? Yeah, he played uh, – he played Saturday. I thought he wasn't going to, but he, he did play Saturday. I think – I think Baycott's going for 30 points and 15 rebounds against Oklahoma. I think that's the difference. I could see if, that. I think – I think – where Oklahoma's vulnerable is against elite big man. And I do agree. I think, I think Baycott himself is going to be the difference in this game. That's why. That's why I have UNC in this game. I think Oklahoma's going to be a very good team. I think they're going to be a top twenty-five team probably for the rest of this season. But against big man, I'm not sure. Against guys like Baycott, Edie, Cockbrenner, come March, I think. I think that's the difference. Who is their big man? Now that I'm wondering. You know who their big man is? Oh, it's this guy. Uh, who is? I don't even know who this is. Uh, Sam Goodwin. I don't know who that is. He's currently averaging six rebounds a game, and Big Cot's averaging eleven. 
So that doesn't sound too good. I do agree nope. with what you were saying. You also have five minutes left, but I know. Continue. All right. Uh, what do we got now? We got a oh, we got another Big East game. It is number twelve Creighton hosting Villanova. Villanova, as you know, has been very hot and cold. Creighton, two losses on the year. Who wins this Big East opener? Creighton, especially in Omaha, it's Creighton. Close game in Omaha. I got Creighton still winning, but it will be a close game, in my opinion. Yeah, and we need a point count for this one. 15 Gonzaga hosting Jackson State. Gonzaga by 33. I like that number. Thank you. Very good mid-major game here at 9 o'clock in the pit, a place you do not want to play if you're on an opposing team. That opposing team is UC Irvine. For those who do not know who hosts at, at the pit, it is New Mexico Lobos, who are 10-1 and on the year and 5-0 and at home. And UC Irvine is 1-4 and on the road. Any chance UC Irvine wins this magical mid-major matchup? I don't think so. I think New Mexico's they're backing up what I said in the preseason. I had them. I said I'm gonna go out on a limb and say New Mexico is the Final Four team this year. So they're in my preseason Final Four, and right now they're making me look like a very smart man right now. And Donovan Dent has been terrific. I remember that late. I was I was probably the yeah that was fantastic best layup I've seen in ever like probably ever like. NBA, all levels of basketball. That was probably like sexiest play I've ever seen, like in a video. And the, all the angles, just like it backs it up. But yeah, that being said, I have New Mexico. I also have Mexico, but I do think UC Irvine holds their ground in this game. I agree. And last but not least, eleven o'clock on ESPN, Hall of Fame series in Phoenix. We got the home team, obviously number four Arizona. Hosting Alabama, who's shockingly at six and four. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, very shocking indeed. I, I do think they cover their spread, um, similar to a situation with Creighton, but I do believe Arizona wins this game. Um, I think Arizona will definitely bounce back, especially at home. I, I agree. We got a rapid fire Thursday, man. Um, I'm not seeing too much on Thursday thus far. Um, Number nine, oh, rivalry matchup. Number nine, Kentucky going to uh, Louisville to take on the uh, Cardinals. Louisville five and six on the year, but they are five and two at home. Anyway, Louisville takes down a blue blood. No, I don't think so. I'm going to give you a point count, too. I'm going to say Kentucky by 35. All right, fair enough. Uh, DJ Wagner against his dad, which, which should be pretty cool. I still also do have Kentucky to win this game. Yeah, we need a point count for this one. Number one, Purdue taking on a surprising wow. 8-4 Jacksonville. But who do you got? Shout out Jacksonville. Uh, good contest that they have, a non-con. I still think Purdue wins. I'm going to say 37. Uh, I'm going I'm to say Purdue by 30. No point count needed here. Number eight, Tennessee. Tarleton State is 8-2 and two on the year. A very good defensive-minded team. How much do you think Tennessee will win, but how much do you think they win by? I got Tennessee by eight. <laughs> I love that number. I also have Tennessee by eight. <laughs> and we at eight o'clock. We got well, we got a point out here. Number three, Houston taking on Texas State. Yowzers. Yeah, I got Houston by uh 46. Yeah, I'm gonna go Houston by 35. And Wichita State, Kansas State. Great game. Who do you got? Is it really a good game? 
I don't think so. They're both eight and three. I got Kansas State at home. I do too, but Wichita State sneaky good this year. Yep, and we're gonna go. We ran out of time, so last but not least, we'll go. We'll go eleven o'clock. Boise State, Washington State. Mm. Who you having that one? Good game. I'm gonna take Boise State though on the road. I'm going to take Boise State as well. And there you have it. We will be back Friday for a great episode, but uh, nice to be back for a home episode today. But, yes, that is all we got for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to ride our bets.